Motorcycle Podcast, episode 194 for December 11th, 2017. I'm James. Who let you in? <laughs> You'll never I know. Th- I thought we sprayed for the pace. <laughs> yeah, you have oh, to get, you have to get all the corners. See, that's the problem. Sticky traps. Yeah, you got to do it every three months. Corners. Otherwise, if you leave an open, they just they grow just like a beard. Right back in. That yeah. beard just fills back in. Oh, man. Well, in case anyone hadn't figured out, hi and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 194. I'm Todd. And there's a lot of really sad people out there right now. I know. Someone is crying their way into a ditch. <laughs> Someone was like, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, I'm Chuck. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about motorcycles with James from The Pace. And more motorcycles. Hi. Hey. we got all kinds of motorcycles. Chris is asleep. Yep. Otherwise, we would have had him here. Because he's Chris has got one of those job Probably. things these days. It's ridiculous. Jobby jobs, jobs and employed. Yeah, right. The, those things you All get those paid big for. podcast dollars weren't quite enough for him. He got yeah. greedy. Yeah, decided to need a job. So let's get the giant thing That's out right. of the way, so that everyone will stop thinking about it for the rest of the show. Is the pace coming back? Yes. Woo! When? We're thinking after the first of the year. Um, has, it, has it been away so long because Chris is sleepy? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, – so Chris um, Chris took a job that has kept him way, way busier than any full-time job has a right to. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what uh, – what is what has sort of kept us off the air, but he and I have been talking, and we've been talking about sort of a a modified format that should let us um, get things up and running again uh, with sort of a minimum investment in time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we're we're hoping that'll be enough to to get us moving again. And like I said, hopefully after the you know after the holidays are done, after the first of the year, we'll be able to get uh get the train back on the tracks. Cool. Of course, that that means, of course, since you guys are back, that means we have to become completely unreliable and flaky for a little while as a result. <laughs> yeah. Right. Only- we'll just we'll pass the unreliable and flaky cup, pass the baton on to, to you guys. I'll get a I'll get a job with a second job with Uber and then I can just be like, oh, I, I, I can't do it. Can't. I'm crazy. Yeah, Uber. I'll have to hire you for an Uber trip to get you to come and do this show. We just record the show in the car while I'm driving around. Show up with one of those little uh, Olympus Digital recorders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Todd's got a fancy one. I have, I have. There's nothing little about the one I have now. That's. I yeah. am getting. I am I going to the fucking AIM show next year, <laughs> and I am loaded for bear. Are I you? Am, so you're you're planning on go, you you haven't been to AIM yet, have you, Todd? I haven't. No, but it's because you know I, I have kids, and the kids are finally old enough now that they're somewhat trustworthy. That leaving my wife alone with them is not a good way to get divorced. Um, so, so, which is why he'll be bringing his kids to this name show. Yes. There's a reason closets lock from the outside. <laughs> just, just saying the next name show is going to be in Vegas. So that's going to be close enough for Todd to bring his whole family mm-hmm. and have nice. them reasonably distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, it, right. and in fairness, you're bringing your whole family too. So it's going to be like, the- well, at least my wife, uh, probably maybe my kid. I don't know, but she'd really hate Vegas. I'm sure. <laughs> How 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 far is Vegas for you guys? Six hours. Yeah, six oh, hours drive. Yeah. yeah, and we'll just do uh, like this. It, you know, same deal we had in Orlando. I got the timeshare out there, so I can get rooms for us. And mm-hmm. yeah, it will be really easy for both the wheel nerds to go to AIM. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Which how will probably that? be the last AIM we're allowed at. <laughs> <laughs> we need you guys to not be here. <laughs> 
no, no open flame, no sharp objects. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's half no, our list. Yeah, <laughs> Hang on, where's the? Let me check that out. You didn't go to any kind of shows this year, did you? I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, Though, I, how far is IMS from you? I mean, is New York the closest one for you? New York or DC? I've been to the DC show a couple times, and it's been nothing but a, a big bucket of disappointment. Mm. Um, it's you know, it ends up being nothing but uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy T-shirts. And bandanas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I always wonder how the older, the smaller ones were. Yeah, even the New York show honestly isn't isn't all that great. Um, you know, half the manufacturers don't even show up. They're just they're represented by local dealers, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just it's crazy crowded. You, you you can't move around. It's kind of impossible. So, um, you know, on press day it might be a little better, but. The, the IMS shows just don't kind of don't um, stack up. Mm. Long Beach was pretty big this year from the, the – I didn't get to go, but from the looks of it. <laughs> well, Long Beach, they have like a demo area and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, the East Coast shows they don't. It almost felt like it was bigger than AIM. <laughs> really? Just in, just in some respects from what people were saying were being introed and shown off there. Maybe they were more ready for it. I don't know. I'm, or it might just because I, uh, I follow Larry a lot from mm-hmm. creative writing. And yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say his name on the Larry. I'll probably beep that out. But <laughs> he was posting a lot of stuff, and it seemed like they were doing more model intros there. Uh-huh. Well, when when was Long Beach? Was uh, that after? I, huh? Yeah, it was after. Yeah, it's in November. Yeah. It's like uh, the second half of November. Yes. I think it's Aim is positioned a little weird because it's it's like right before Eichma. Right. Yeah. Right. And and everybody everybody saves their big announcements and stuff for that show. Mm-hmm. So you know AIM we is, need to go to Eichma. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Did see, they let press in there? Yeah, we'll let press in there. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. You you gotta get to Italy. Yeah, that's the hard part, is it in Europe? That is tricky. Yeah. We have to somehow get into Europe and not get kicked out before oh. ECMA. Yeah. <laughs> We're doomed. Yeah, because I almost got kicked out of England. <laughs> Turns out, riding around on their double-decker buses, mm-hmm. shouting America, is a little frowned upon. I could, I could see the British taking a dim view of that. Or asking a random British person on the street if you know they want to thank you for them not having to speak German. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they get a little sore. Mm. Yeah, they don't like it when the colonists get uppy. uppy. Yeah, right. I used to work with a with a British guy who would on on the um the July Fourth holiday every year. He he referred to that as the international celebration of treason. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys all gather around him in the office and beat him up? No, but it was discussed. They made him leave. <laughs> it was the the you ceremonial. You have to go. <laughs> you need to go now. Was he in management? Because that would be perfect. <laughs> he, he was, in fact, in management. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> we don't work for you anymore. What are you riding these days, James? Oh, st- I still have the same the same three bikes I've had for since uh, a long time. Um, the Triumph, the Sprint GT, which I love. I, um, what year is your Triumph? It's a 2011. 2011, okay. He has the less uh, bulbous headlights. Yeah, I've got a 2001 Sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're great bikes. Is that the 955? 
Uh, well, it's got to take... go with yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the turbo, right? Yeah, yeah it's the turbo. Yeah. It's got a Daytona motor in it. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Officer. Yes, it's the 955. Are, are the 2011s brakes really mushy? No, not at all. No. That was that was classic of the 955s. Charlie's was that way, and I was like, "Your brakes are really mushy." He's like, "No, it's just the way it is." They're really mushy. <laughs> yeah. Now, and you know, don't get me wrong. The 2011 has has those things that are, you know, it's just the way it is. British. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's not a perfect machine by any stretch of the imagination, but I like it. Um, the biggest problem with it is that the uh, the shift lever is really finicky. Um, so when you're stuck in stop and go traffic every now and then it just, you know, decides it doesn't want to shift into neutral mm-hmm. when you're, when you're stopped. And my understanding, and I've, I've, I've kind of, I've looked for a solution to that for a long time. And I think I finally found one, even though triumph doesn't seem to want to admit that this is a problem. Um, the 2011 was, was the first year after the motor was redesigned, right? Okay. Uh, but they used, they continued to use some components from the old motor, including the, the detent spring, uh, <laughs> in the transmission. So from what I hear, the heavier detent spring from the 2011 and beyond mm-hmm. completely fixes, or 2012 and beyond, I'm sorry, completely fixes that problem. So that's. That's one of the projects on my list for this winter. It's not that the spring is ever so slightly too short. It's within British tolerances. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Imperial tolerances. I need to get the rest of the air out of my brakes. That's on my project for winter. <laughs> <laughs> and fix the mirror my wife busted. Uh-oh. <laughs> doom, doom, doomity doom. She was bringing in a garbage can and just smacked the mirror right off. Mm. Suburban life. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but hey, she brought in the garbage can, so I'm all good. So uh, let's take a moment. I want to say this episode of the Wheel Nerds is brought to you by Alan Lassard. Thanks, Alan. He donated to the show. He's helping cover our costs. Woo. And in return for that donation, he wanted to know more about uh, my GS. He would like a review of the GS. Ah, okay. And uh, I figured you do, you two guys could help because some of his questions are pretty are general enough that mm-hmm. I'm sure at least James has an educated opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll make stuff you. up at any rate. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my GS, it's a really old one. It's yeah. Like 2001. Yours is the uh, 1150. Is the, 12? the 1150, yeah, yeah which was the, actually one of the particularly beloved ones because mm-hmm. it's got the lower gearing and all that. And he, Alan's wondering if that would be a comfy bike for two people. As long as one of them's not Chuck. Well, if, well, if I'm in the back. Maybe then. Yeah. Right. Big arms make you a good hugger. I am a good hugger. Ask James. <laughs> it's true. Um, I think the, the bike has plenty of room for two people. Easy. So what, what year did you say it is? It's a, the 2000 what? Yep, 2001. 2001, okay. It's got plenty of room for two people and plenty of power. My experience is, by and large, the adventure bikes have a lot of room for two people. When we were looking, the reason I actually got the Strong, we were looking at other touring bikes, like traditional touring touring bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, And we tried the Sprint, which the passenger accommodation of the Sprint are, nope. Um, 
Well, yeah, especially on the ST because you had the uh, the the passenger seat was you know a, a, a couple of inches above the rider seat. Yeah, yeah. it is. So it's it's sort of perched way up there. It's 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 weird. Yeah. But you were kind of looking for that, weren't you? Well, I was looking for high because my wife is super short. Um, but uh, we wanted something that would get her boosted up. But she also found that as soon as we got on the Strom, her legs were in a much more extended position. She was like, ooh, I like this. I have lots of room. I'm like, really? Because this isn't the you know touriest bike we're looking at. I mean, I could have walked out with an ST very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was down to pretty much the ST1100 or the Strom. And Strom won on just a few of the various features. The ST1100 felt funky to me. The 13 felt amazing. I would still love a 13, but the 11 didn't feel quite right to me. Uh, Strom and the JS have a pretty similar stance and and people apportioning. Mm -hmm. Well, the adventure bikes, you you basically got that sort of dining room chair riding position, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I can I can definitely see that being an, an advantage for the passenger. You also have all that vertical distance, I think, is a big yep. thing. Because then you, there's plenty of room for legs. That's why, you know, you see yep. tall people on them. Yep. So just make sure you put, like, a tailbox with a little backrest so they mm-hmm. can lean back. And mm-hmm. I think it'd be mm-hmm. plenty great for two people. Yep. Definitely. The bikes, um, it's really nice to ride. It feels very tame. Mm-hmm. Even though it's an 1150, it's not geared up like a sport bike. It, it's, it's marginally marginally less powerful than the Strom. It's a little more torque, a little less power. It's like a minivan. Adventure bikes are like minivans to me. Yeah? Yeah, it's just, you could do anything with them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you could put your mom and like four or five kids Mm -hmm. in each side case. Mm -hmm. It just just has that kind of do do it all feel. If by do it all, you mean, you know, doing laps at the mall. Yeah. Oh, or, to Star- or to Starbucks or to, or to Starbucks that's to the true. school and then the little Timmy's soccer practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the 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 GS that's what uh, I want to say 70 75 horsepower in, in their the early 2000s. Uh, the 11 the 1150s were up in the uh, the high 80s. Okay. And then it's got got okay. a, a substantial. It's you know I can't remember what the torque is. Let me think. The Strom's about a Strom's about a hundred horsepower, about hundred newton meters, and the GS was like a little more torque and a little less power. All right. My con- conception of power and torque are all screwy these days. Because yeah, of I know. Turbo bike. Right. <laughs> although I, everything seems pretty relaxed. I've had a similar experience with the Bandit, although with the Bandit now that I have the giant anchor on it, it's somewhat subdued. <laughs> The bandit without the anchor on it is like, there is no God, briefly. <laughs> Alan's next question about the GS is, is it really that expensive to own? An old one? Now, I bought an old one, so mine costs like four grand. Yeah. Um, so out the door, no. <laughs> but it's, uh, when I bought a guy, the mechanic guy was saying, oh, you know, every 6,000 miles you got to go in and, and do the service. Big fucking deal. What, and, what, what does that service entail, though? I mean, I, the, the whole, everything's... Everything's exposed to, to God in the world, right? Out in space. Whole motor. Yeah. <laughs> I, God, I got to look at the manual again. It's, it's, it's valves. And, it's valves. And, and they're lock nut valves, and they're lock nut valves that are not buried in the engine. James, right. let's just take a minute, and let's just look at Chuck with jealousy and anger in our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, not I seeing mean, how that's any different than whenever okay. else you look at me. <laughs> but, I mean, a, 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 valve, a valve adjustment on a... On a BMW Boxer is what a, a fifteen-minute job? Uh, like, like the 
25 if you have if you have engine guards. Right. Um, 15 otherwise. It's it's a fucking joke, and it's it's a two it's a two valve per head engine. I mean yep. it's 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 it's. T- it's just like valve job on easy mode, and, and in all likelihood, it's 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 you know it's just a tolerance check because how often do they really go out? I don't actually know the Ural. It was every goddamn time, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming it's not that common. Yeah. But yeah, there's no there's no there's no taking off of tanks and digging through shit. It's right. it's two wrenches. Mm-hmm. Getting to the battery seems like a bit of a bitch. Hmm. You have no idea what getting to the battery being a bitch is. <laughs> because you have not experienced the Gen 2 Bandit airbox. Okay. <laughs> with its with its generous quarter inch of clearance forward and backward. Well, the mechanic told me that a, a 6,000 mile service would be like 500 bucks. It's so, like one eighth of a... <laughs> <laughs> so like, what, what? take that into account unless you go wrench on it yourself kind of thing. But it sounds like if I don't do it myself, Todd, fool. Todd will judge me. So re- a 500-mile service every 6,000 miles? $500, yeah. $500, that's what I meant, yeah. I'm easily confused. I, I believe that's how he had it, yeah. Wow. Said. Dead. It's been some months since I talked to him. I can feel my middle finger itching. I don't know why. Is it because of those gloves you're wearing? They're, they look ratty. Could be. Could be my football gloves. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so far it hasn't been expensive to own because the bike's been totally bulletproof. I haven't had to yeah, fiddle with it at all. The, 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 especially the, you know, the old oil-cooled GSs, the 1100s and the 1150s, where the, where the oil cooling was pretty rudimentary. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to them. I mean, they're like a step above the Ural in technology. But it's only a step. The only thing I got to complain about on mine is the ABS. Oh yeah, because you get the uh, you have the servo assisted. I think so. Yeah, it's that was a terrible idea. It has opinions, mm-hmm. and it makes <laughs> the opinions known sometimes. Mm-hmm. How do, how does it manifest those opinions? What's the what's the problem? Um, I'll be coming up to a stop, and I'll go to apply brake, and I'm not stopping quickly or even briskly, but I'll feel the the brake. The shutter kick in, like really? sort of ABS shutter, where you just kind of you feel the leverage start feathering in your hand. Hmm. Yeah, that's the servo assisted brake. So you're applying a certain amount of brakes, and then the servo assist for um, <clears throat> people of a certain age uh, kicks in and helps with the brakes and overcompensates. In my experience, well, what it's doing with me is it's going the other way. Yeah, I lose braking power when I feel it do that. Huh. You know, brakes are such a simple thing. Really, you, you you pinch the pads together, you squeeze the disc, you stop. Mm-hmm. The whole servo assist thing seems seems like a, a a solution in in search of a problem. Hardcore. Yeah. It is, it is a weird feeling when you're going to brake and you can feel that that feather kick in and your brakes just kind of loosen on you. Let me get that for you, sir. <laughs> and then it's I the just start. Opposite of what you want your brakes to do. Yeah, I get was, a little heavier on the foot brake and I'm like, Ugh. that was that was my thought. The same same friend who had the sprint with the mush the mushy brakes, he got he got a KTM. He's like, the brakes are much too strong in this. I got it. I'm like. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> These brakes are perfect. These are the most. It was so. It was. It was this incredibly strong feel with absolutely perfect feedback. 
Like, it was amazing. I want a KTM. It was it was incredible. It, the, the only bike I've ever been on with brakes that good is actually, weirdly, the Bandit. <laughs> with the 12 pistons up front and the, the you know, the, just the perfect, <laughs> like, lines and everything. Just, I mean, incredibly strong and just perfect feel through the whole motion of the brakes. And it's just, you know, the only, KTM's the only other one that I know of that has the 12 pistons. Um, it makes such a big difference. My ABS brake problem, I think, is probably unique to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's so old, it's on its second motor and has had things done. Okay, all right. Cover your ears, Chuck. Earmuffs. James, what do we think? How much for this do you think to fix it? To 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 fix the the brakes? Yeah. What do you, what do you think he's looking at for brakes here? Oh, it's a BMW. I have no idea. Could yeah. be yeah. could be thousands. I'm going I'm going with like like two thirds of the BMW. Oh, easily. Yeah. Like what did he say? He said he said he paid four grand for four it. Four grand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be close to that. Yeah, yeah I think it might be, might be totaled. Yep. yep. Okay. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it, <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. You know my earmuffs were connected to the radio. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's last question about the bike is the cool fun factor. <clears throat> it's not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I said this it. Is, this is this is high-vis uncle cool. The other reason I call it the, the mini mom minivan of the motorcycle world is because that's about as, as how cool I think those bikes are. Is they're kind of yeah. the minivan cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, no argument there. I mean, it's I've, great I, from the seat. Adventure bikes are like super popular and everyone wants one, but they're they're kind of still they're minivans. They're, yep. they're they're at their best from the seat. From outside the seat, eh. that said, it is really fun to ride. So yeah, it's it's definitely fun from the seat. Is a, I've done one long trip on the bike so far. It was amazing. I don't know what 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 colors the bike, Chuck. Because if it's bright yellow, that adds some cool points. If it's anything else, it is a yellow. Your flat, it is okay. It's a yellow. It's it's like that that Saved catalog it. pictured 1150 GS, albeit slightly grungier, uh, older and yeah. grungier. <laughs> But, you know, hey, so hopefully that gives Alan the, the info he wanted to know about an old GS. Mm-hmm. I would definitely buy it again. I love this bike. Were you when so before you bought that bike, were you were you shopping for for that generation of GS or no, did not it just at all to happen into it? I was driving by and I saw it parked in a parking lot with a for sale sign. Mm. And I was right. like, well, I wonder how much he wants for that and pulled in solid. It was priced at he was asking forty five, and I was like, "Holy shit, I can own a GS." You're 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 like, well, the <laughs> the, the Ulysses is due to blow up again soon. I better buy something else. That's pretty sense. much yeah, because I yeah. still had the Ulysses at the time. I sold that to uh, Bugs Mike, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. And, and are are, are you guys still on speaking terms or? Bugs has a sickness. By, Bugs loves Buell more than I do. Mm-hmm. Really? This is, this is I think this is his first Ulysses, but really, and he because the, the Ulysses is the one I always hear about where people go from like I pretty much I like Buells a lot to like Buell is the best thing that has ever been invented on this or any Earth. I don't think he had a Ulysses before. <laughs> um, first thing I think he did though is uh, swap the uh, muffler out for a stock one. 
Because that thing was just too damn loud. <laughs> Loudest fucking muffler. Yeah. That yes. Thing was you have no idea. Loud. You never rode behind that freaking thing, and a yeah. fireball shot at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my old one. Old old one shot oh, fireballs oh, this at is the, you. That's right. This was the new and improved less fireballs. One. Just l- more loud. Yeah. It even, had a, even louder. I forgot what aftermarket muffler it had, but it was loud. All right. So 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 buy an old Beamer or. Or there is no or. There is an or. What's your? Or you could buy something better, newer, newer, newer. like a 2010 custom trike for sale oh, in God. Ohio. Oh, oh wait, how much is that? Oh, it's a twenty-five thousand dollars. Dollars, twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay, what mm-hmm. was twenty-five grand by me? Well. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it will get you a 2010 custom trike for sale. Okay. Asking $25,500 firm. I got something firm. 2,600 miles, six speed, 110 cubic inch engine. Wow, look at the chrome package. Double chain <laughs> drive. Black with custom ghost paint job. Digital gauges. Sipone frame with Ultima engine. Baker trans. Can be seen at Wise Auto Care and Cycle Center, 71 High Street. Keywords, scooter, bobber, custom, drag custom, ah. soft tail, hard tail, motorcycle chopper, fabrication, rat rod, hot rod, no text or E, mails will be answered, period. Let's send him an email. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's got a nice paint job. Yeah. So they took what looks like a, a, a kind of oh stretched. Oh, my God. Wow. They took a stretched. <laughs> Stretched, wow. Some sort of stretch chopper with the, with the long, swoopy tank. And they put a uh, trike kit on it. But instead of a trike kit with car tires, which I would think of as, like, the norm. Or motorcycle tires. No, no, they've thrown on motorcycle tires. They threw on the giant motorcycle tires. Like, okay, normal motorcycle tires. <laughs> no. As, you, know, you know those giant tires, like the back of the Diablo or, like, the well, super The back of a chopper. Track. Yeah, the back, the back of, of a, really a chopper. chopper. They just put two of them. Yeah, so it's <laughs> twice the chopper. <laughs> I bet it turns. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> More than a single one of those. Mm-hmm. Wow, that that's it it looks interesting from the back. Yes. All I can think is Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, click on the front picture. From the front, it looks very skinny. Very you skinny. You can barely see the back. Oh, end. Bicycle tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, they've they've gone for. Is that contests. a padlock? Oh, it is. That's interesting. Why is there a padlock on that bike? Is it in the side? Padlocks picture? are not James, cool. Are padlocks this, cool. I I I don't I don't something? know what what I'm looking at here. The... <laughs> it's a trike. It's clearly a trike. It may, this makes no no sense to me at None all. Whatsoever. I mean, those tires probably represent like a quarter of the cost of the bike. By oh, they're oh definitely God. worth more than Chuck's GS. Well, well, yeah, 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 that's like obviously. one GS per tire. This had to be something made up for a, a dude who couldn't, who couldn't keep the uh, like a bike upright for yeah. Whatever, like, Wouldn't you, know. you make it wider? Why? Because because then you won't fall over in turns. <laughs> the t- it's a chopper, Todd. It doesn't turn. Yeah, no. This, I mean, this makes no no logical or practical sense. This was a this was this was a a let's build it because we can. This was a vision. The, wait a second. Got wait it. a second. I've just figured something out. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let's look at the side picture. 
Okay. Yeah. Here's the bike with the two fat butt rear tires. Yeah. Okay. Look at the back picture. Fat butt rear tires. What do you see next to it? There's a black skinny bike next to it. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at the front picture again. What do you see on the side of this front picture? A bike with fat butt tires. They have included the wrong bike for the front picture. They have. Oh my God, you're right. That's, that's the bike of the sun. Holy shit. This front picture is not, oh my God. Not, not, bike not as advertised. That's why we can't see the padlock in the other pictures. It's, it's smaller from the front. It's a Time Lord bike. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> that's that bike. Yes, yes. With the, with the, with the weird alligator seat. Alligator seat. See? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> So, does that mean this is the price for two bikes? <laughs> what the hell is a Sipone? I uh, it's it um so uh it, uh it, as you know horses and bikes have a lot in common. Yeah, right. Um, it's one of sometimes those. Sometimes you want a, a pony on the side. Ultima engine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually Sipony. Sipony. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like I'm a, a cybernetic Horse, but cuter. I'm assuming yeah. Sipone's a name. Sipony. Like a manufacturer of a frame. Cybernetic a ponies. A frame maker. Ponies. Cybernetic ponies. Cybernetic ponies. Oh, my God. Yep. Are we finding something out about you? Nope. Are you sure? Everybody already knew. Oh, God. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> my little cybernet- cybernetic ponies. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ultimate engine. Big, I mean. fat butts. All right. That's no. Come on. I could buy a brand new GS. But would you buy the front bike or the bike? (laughs) (laughs) The bike bike or the trike? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure the the passenger seat has gotten much a lot of use out of that. Yeah, well custom customs are expensive, Chuck. So we're gonna maybe get something a little different. Uh Uh-huh. How about a mini motorcycle? Sold by Tell us who's selling it. (laughs) Jeremy (laughs) Too Tough Johnson (laughs) in Georgia. (laughs) Hey, me, Jeremy. It's a green motorcycle. Only major problem is that it needs a new every fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) Old chain is rusty, but it still runs. Might need a tune-up. What the fuck is on the back of this bike? (laughs) A really, really, really small tire, maybe? It looks like the wheel from the back of a big wheel. You know the the the, the three wheel, the big wheels. That's this looks like a big wheel missing a wheel. Yeah, I can see that. So I'm thinking Jeremy Too Tough Johnson actually rides this thing specifically to get in fights. <laughs> can't you see it? That's how he got Come his on. name, Too Tough. Yeah, can't you see it? He rides up on this thing. You know, he's probably this fucking giant fat guy <laughs> riding on this thing, and he rolls up on Too Tough rolls up on this. And, you know, there's always that one guy, right, who's had, like, a little too much to drink. And he's like, oh, look at the fat guy on the small bike. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I mean, the fight. Th- does, does that even look like a a real engine, though? I mean, th- It looks thing, like a fake engine. Or at it, least it, it doesn't look like oh, it's Oh, no, a no. The, 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 the fake engine in the front that's the V-twin is not a real engine. Yeah. The real engine is the one behind it That there. black thing the behind it? The conspicuous AutoZone scooter engine. I mean, it it, it kind of looks like somebody got a hold of uh, you, you know, one of those um, those fake bikes from a carnival ride and and jammed a long fork and a big front wheel on it. Yeah, does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they got like you know that Ducati scooter bike for kids. Why do I know that motor? 
I feel like I should recognize that motor from somewhere. the real motor or the fake motor. The real motor in the back. Do you have is one of your old scooter one? I oh, is that your old scooter maybe. motor? No, no. Is it I a fish aquarium a, motor? It feels like I I want to say it's a pull start, and I can't think of where I recognize it from. It's but I'm ninety nine percent sure I recognize it. It's not a mower, not a mower motor. No, it turns the wrong way for a mower motor. Okay. Um. But I'm pretty sure I've seen this motor before somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I like it, the front it, wheel. It could be a Briggs and Stratton. Yeah. I, I like yeah. the front wheel with the star spokes. Mm-hmm. That's classy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's worth 80 bucks right there. Too Tough, too tough has uh, gotten a lot of... Too Tough's got taste. Yeah. I love the pipes, the the black pipes. That's the, oh, the the fake pipes. That's that's yeah. no, that's that's they're too tough. They're not attached to anything. Too tough. <laughs> We're so getting our asses kicked if we too ever tough go to is Georgia. On the way right now at five miles an hour. <laughs> Come back, y'all. Come back here. Come on. Get on. All right, but but, but mini choppers don't have to suck. $500, mini chopper, $500, or best offer, custom mini chopper, purple and black paint, 50cc two-stroke engine, needs mounted, engine needs mounted. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, 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 details. <laughs> and needs a clutch. I have, I, have, I have most of the rest of the parts to finish, it, except for the clutch. <laughs> Which I guess you five dollars at Farm and Fleet for the clutch. I'm guessing. I'm assuming the clutch. Yeah, not the rest of the parts. The rest of the parts are twenty five at Farm and Fleet. No, just the clutch. So this is a frame and a box of parts. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's pretty much what it is. Zach, get on the ball. Now the thing that the thing that strikes me about this one is how actually good the purple paint looks. Like somebody spent some time on that purple paint on the tank. Mm -hmm. They had a vision. For that gas tank. What is it with mini choppers? Why are people riding mini choppers? Is that a thing? Well, I mean, people are building mini choppers. Who actually rides one, though? <laughs> I, I, would, yeah, I think James is right. I would argue that this is about as fast as my daughter's push bike. Are yeah. mini choppers, like, are they the Bitcoin of the underground economy? economy? <laughs> you you mine the mini chopper and then you, you know, uh-huh. is that the currency, the cryptocurrency of the underground? I don't know. The mini chopper? Is that why we see so many of them? Could be it's like a DIY cycle, you know? Like a lot of those things. Oh, my God. Okay, this is a complete... That's where I've seen the motor. Oh, my God. I've seen the motor. Okay. So, there I am. I'm at a gas station on the west side of Salt Lake City. Okay. Right near the highway. Okay. So, you know we're off to a good start here. Yeah. Um, the, the dude who is obviously selling drugs is there, and he's just gotten his <laughs> something to drink. And he's looking at the sidecar. He kind of, you know, nods, whatever. I'm filling up my sidecar with gas. Behind me, Wait, I hear the sound. why are you putting sidecar, gas in the sidecar? Uh, I didn't move the tank there yet, in case you're checking. No, I was putting <laughs> I'm putting gas in the bike part. Shut up. Distract me. <laughs> so I hear, I hear coming down the road behind me. I'm like, oh, yeah, here comes a little shitbag scooter. I turn around. No, it's a bicycle. Except something is wrong. The bicycle has three wheels. Okay. You know those things that you tow behind a bicycle that have, like, a seat and handlebars for a kid? Yes. Yes. Imagine one of those with that motor, that Briggs & Stratton, you know, like, lawn machine motor from the other chopper. Pushing everything? Pushing one wheel. <laughs> <laughs> with so a the, throttle cable running it, up to the it, bike. Did it have a rider? 
Yes, it did. Like on the on the kid part? No, on the bicycle part. So he was using it as a pusher? Yes. <laughs> so so the bicycle had an outboard, is what you're saying? The bicycle had an outboard. Yes, is exactly what was going on. It was a bicycle outboard. Uh, All right, that that's kind of awesome. That would be that would I, be way cooler than than. I was a I was, mini chopper. I really wanted to take a picture, but I was not 100 percent sure I would not be stabbed. <laughs> I don't. I if I feel like we need to cruise the west side now and find it. Well, I would and, and I would have gone, but there was two, so the the two uh, obviously uh, meth head guys pushing the laundry bins. And looking at me strangely yeah. uh, made me think maybe I should just get on my bike and time go. Time to go. <laughs> made me feel like time to go. You're feeling that. Otherwise, I would absolutely have walked up and taken a picture and talked to the guy. Feeling that suburbia spider sense started itching. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the, the, the guy who is not looking down on his luck at this particular gas station at this particular time of day. Feeling. A bicycle with an outboard. If I'd had if I'd had a Honda Civic in reasonably good repair, I would have probably have felt nervous. <laughs> Wow. Bicycle outboards. It's a thing. Well, that's, I've taken as far afield. Yeah. Clearly what this chopper needs, though. Is a bicycle to push? No. <laughs> it needs an outboard. <laughs> it, it, well, it does. It could stand to use a working motor. Because <laughs> the, the one it has is in a box. Too hard to mount to your mini chopper? No problem. <laughs> you need no. the outboard. No, James. What do you think? Is this a, is this a buyer? I, you know, if if you can if you can get parts for it at the farm and fleet, why not? Yeah. But if yeah. Uh, if all the parts you need are twenty five dollars at the farm and fleet, then maybe. Right. <laughs> but he wants five hundred right. bucks for it. That's the part that that's the part that I keep getting stuck on. Or best offer. Oh right. Oh wait a minute. I think I just actually figured out what this really is. Hmm. He doesn't want five hundred dollars. No, he wants a talking bass. This is this is this is part of the underground this is economy. Underground economy. <laughs> he wants a talking bass. It's, it's the shadow economy chopper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The, the the mini chopper is the cryptocurrency of the underground economy. It's like it's like the smallest denomination of the underground economy. Here's a mini chopper. <laughs> Everything else is like a certain number of mini choppers. You can put four or five of them in the hatchback. You're gonna be set. Oh man, <laughs> mini choppers. All right, Chuck. Something something upscale. Excellent condition 2015 Polaris slingshot, less than 1,500 miles. He's asking $8,000. That's a substantial markdown. They're brand new. They're $20,000. He's selling uh, less than 1,500 miles. Excellent condition. Runs excellent. No body damage. No crashes. Garage kept. Slingshot has aftermarket HID lights, 1320 headers, Mm -hmm. two brothers exhaust, and a short shifter. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, two-year extended warranty remaining. Cash only, eight thousand firm. I think this is a trap. Cash only, or stolen. Stolen. Yeah. Stolen. I'm not even going with stolen. I'm I'm going with trap. This is eight, eight. Who? I mean, eight grand is way too low for this thing. And one of the reasons I'm going with trap is that picture is one of the promo pictures. It's a stock picture, yeah. But a, a, a trap to what end? What, what 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 would be the? You know, I got a lot of people interested in this slingshot, but you know, you're the first one to call. Tell you what, um, shoot me two hundred bucks, and it's yours. I'll tell the other guys to chill. You can come uh, look at it. Worst case yeah. scenario, I give you the two hundred bucks back. Cool. Yeah. You know, we'll meet you tomorrow. Deposit scam, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. This has yeah. got to be. Yeah. 
I'm willing to send you Slingshot, but my son is at sea currently yep. and can only do transaction through wire service. Yeah. yeah, I need to get rid of this fast because I'm leaving the country. Look, <coughs> I just give me, you know, not even, I don't, I don't need 200, just but 150, your first dude in the line. <laughs> it's cool. I'll meet Tell you, you tomorrow at this place. Tell you what, Todd, I'm going to, I'm going to write you a check uh-huh. for $10,000. You cash it and give me the cash. Oh. Interesting. Right. That would that would put me up like two extra grand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tell you what I'm going to do. I've got three mini choppers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Hold on now. What Hang are the runs? This man says he has a mini chopper, James. What do you say to that? <laughs> as long as the motors are mounted. I have I have a gar- barn full of mini choppers. <laughs> Unfortunately, I need I need someone in the United States to help me get the mini choppers out of war-torn Syria. <laughs> Can you help me, sir? God bless you. <laughs> but yeah, so trap, trap, trap. Unfortunately, because we still haven't had a chance to ride one of those things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm really curious. Yeah, but I mean, you've driven a car. Yeah, but I still want to drive other cars. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, they're like girls. You sleep with one, you want to sleep with the rest. Yeah, Angry yeah. emails <laughs> now. now. <laughs> All right, onward. This oh, we're in my country time. now. Yeah, this one was The Honda time. Trail 70 with sidecar titled Dax CT70 Mini. I'll be damned. It's actually titled. Runs great and is ready to ride very slowly. It has a clear Utah title and a sidecar, which are rare as hen's teeth with these. He's not wrong. aforementioned slow. That, that is true. It can be registered to be driven on the road. It was fully tuned last fall after sitting in the back of the garage for over 30 years. Between Hon- two mini choppers. <laughs> Honda never made sidecars for these, so obviously this is custom fabricated. Looks like a canoe. The hand-forged aluminum sidecar has suspensions, fits kids and adults, rides great, and easily connects disconnects in 60 seconds, which tells you it will be a really firm and not at all wobbly scary connection. The Trail 70 (laughs) has no issues toting this alongside, even with two adults, provided you don't try to go over 20. Yeah, but, I mean, think about it, though. Would you want to go over 20? No. No. (laughs) Not with a sidecar that comes off in 60 seconds. (laughs) People are always like, do you take the sidecar off the bandit? I'm like, yeah, if I had like half a day, I hated myself and a battery. Well, you got one of those three done. <laughs> yes, it's neat. Yes, it's fun as heck. I know you were wondering that, James. I was wondering that. Also, it has a trailer hitch. What? Bullshit. It what? does. Bullshit. It does. What? That's, it oh does. It totally this, does. I mean, what were you told? Very small thing. <laughs> what are you doing? Is that where you hook the outboard? <laughs> that is the most reasonable explanation I've come up with. <laughs> That's, he has like another Honda Trail 70 as an outboard. <laughs> you make them both go fast. <laughs> wow. Damn, dude. Uh, really, if, if you're going to if you're gonna bolt a sidecar onto the thing, you might as well pull a trailer. Well, right? I mean, why not? My maybe. <laughs> I this thing only has thirty six hundred miles on it. 
Well, it turned us. Do you have any idea how long it take to go, took to get those? <laughs> it took for freaking ever. It's been running continuously since it was built in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fully carpeted. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually. Oh wow. Hey, his carpeting of the inside is the same way I carpeted the Harley trunk I restored. It's nice. <laughs> he used cheesy apartment carpet. Yeah. Wow. This was probably sitting in a cheesy apartment. I've got to say, though, of everything we've we've uh, ridiculed so far, this is by far the coolest. This is by far, <laughs> far and away the coolest. Okay, let's be honest. So he wants he wants twenty five hundred dollars for it. If the trail if the trail seventy runs really well, and you could talk him down to like fifteen hundred bucks, you could take the sidecar and fucking throw it away, and probably resell this to a hipster after cleaning it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like heartbeat. You probably keep the sidecar and sell it to a hipster. Maybe. As uh, a yard ornament, a planter. It'd make a great planter. <laughs> it would. It would make a good planter. And it could tow a little wagon with the fertilizer and stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, right. See, it looks plush. Not gonna lie. You know, a little bit of work, a hipster would be all over this. The seat seat upholstery actually, you know what the seat upholstery reminds me of? Okay, ready? Everybody looking at the seat? Yes. Ready? Diner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diner seat. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. There's somewhere, there was a diner, there's a booth, and they're like, the fuck happened to this? <laughs> How did they? Uh, did only they the even... best premium vinyl. Mm. <laughs> that sidecar needs to be seaworthy. They need to put a, a, mm-hmm. a seal. Because mm-hmm. that thing looks like a canoe. Might, they might as well go all the way with it. Yeah. Launch it right out of the rack. <laughs> Glub. Are you listening, Claude? Glub. Glub. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I agree. This is this is the least crappy thing we've ridiculed so far today. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's not going to change anytime soon. No, no, it'll be great. I mean, the, a ni- so let's remember the 1970s was a good time for Gootsies, right? Sure, uh, if you say so. It's a great time for Gootsies. You, you can't you you can't tell by this next one though. <laughs> really? Tell us about it. 1970 Moto Guzzi motorcycle with a trike rear added. <laughs> That's a shame. 650cc compression. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Good, good you know, engine. Want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need needs a starter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And some work to finish as a trike, or yeah. good for Moto Guzzi parts. Bill of sale. <laughs> Bill of- <laughs> Wait, I thought it was a trike. It's a oh. <laughs> oh, my. oh my god look at it from the rear it's part of something what is that i think that's the rear of a farm truck if i if i that looks like the rear <laughs> differential of a farm truck unless i miss my guess yeah it it's that looks like a car and they even have a u-joint that appears to join to the gutsy engine that's uh maybe that's horrible that's that's not good look oh at the gosh. um the 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 view from the rear seat of the the gas tank and the handlebars. Oh, I don't see the problem. <laughs> I'm a sidecar, James. We don't we don't deal in symmetry. Yeah, right. What's wrong, James? Yeah, the gas tank's about to tip over to the to the right hand side. Wait 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 wait. Back back. Let's take a couple of steps back. There's a U joint 
awkwardly connected to a truck differential in the back of an old 1970s Guzzi whose frame basically has a hinge in the middle, and you're worried that the gas tank is tipped. Well, details, Todd, details. Yeah, but symmetry. Yeah, the the thing they did to that drive shaft. <laughs> Come on, it is 100% connected. Comes with bill of sale. That, that drive shaft is very much connected to the other part of the drive shaft. At, at the moment. Headlights or headlight housing full of black widows. Mm-hmm. Headlights guaranteed. <laughs> headlights uh, headlights housing full of black widows. Mm-hmm. There's a colony of spiders living in there. I'm almost absolutely positive. <laughs> wow. A a 900 bucks he wants for this. 900 bucks. And I'm, is it just me or are those exhaust pipes basically dragging the ground? They are basically dragging on the ground. This this uh, this is going into the the shadow economy. Think so? Yeah, it's OBO. This is not meant to be sold to humans. <laughs> <laughs> this is there's a there's a rust bucket trailer that this guy's going to trade up for. <laughs> this is not meant to the trailer <laughs> to ever be exchanged for real money. They they put some work into that rear subframe though. They did. Somebody somebody had a vision and they welded it. Someone had some time. I can't shake the feeling that it is possibly welded from something else, like playground equipment or something. I can't quite put my finger on it. Someone had some time on a farm that was bereft of sheep. <laughs> yeah, they they grabbed a couple of sliding board ladders and just <laughs> bent the crap out of them. That sounds pretty reasonable for what I'm looking at. <laughs> That seems the most likely explanation. I, I find the drive shaft more enjoyable every moment that I <laughs> it just it just gets better in the watching. I I really want to see it, it gets go better with time. I want to see it run. I want to see it go places. See, the thing I'm worried about is there's two U joints in that drive shaft. Mm-hmm. That seems like it's going to really rob power. <laughs> that, that's your biggest concern. <laughs> James is looking at the gas tank. You're looking at the U-joints. I feel like neither one of you are seeing the force. <laughs> no, no. For the, for the God-forsaken trees. Gas, gas tank is fixable. But that, you know, I, I, I think you could come up with a more efficient power transfer method than that. I, I think the gas tank is sitting like that because it has to. It's not. There's nothing fixing it. You try to change that gas tank and gas is just going to go spurting out. I don't think there's anything holding it on. <laughs> Hopes, but, dreams. But you, I mean, when you think about it, when you're when you're on the bike, it, it, it's going to be right between right between your knees. There, it it won't go anywhere. It'll be it's, fine. You're, you're holding it on. If it starts lifting up, you just reach down and hold it with your hand. <laughs> you put your drink on it. Yeah, put your put your put beer, beer bottle on. <laughs> How fast do you think it goes? It's a 1970 Moto Guzzi engine. 650. It'll it'll do it, 0 to 60 in... Maybe? Eventually. What's faster, that or the Trail 70? Probably this. the Trail 70. <laughs> with the sidecar attached. With the sidecar? No, I'm not, no I'm, Trail 70 is going to top out before the Guzzi tops out. That's true. I, That's I, true. I, I'm, I'm racing on the Guzzi and you're on the Trail 70. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it depends on. I, I, I think the Trail Seventy would probably out accelerate the Guzzi. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And 
uh, you're, you're also banking on the drive shaft holding together from what <laughs> I, I am betting that it will live long enough for me to pass you, catch up to you, you know? <laughs> and then burst into place. <laughs> and then just, then just separate entirely and I will coast <laughs> dramatically to a stop. It will spear yeah. you through to midsection. <laughs> it will pop out of your chest like an alien baby. The back end will actually pull vault off the rest of the Gucci. <laughs> And I will slide dramatically to a stop. <laughs> Wiley Coyote style. Oh my god. I will slide to a stop and there will be this big cloud of dust. And I will come out the other side just like sitting on the ground holding handlebars in my hands. So I'm looking at the... He's got a price tag on it and he's written on the fender it's for sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think he carts this thing out to like um, flea markets? Could be. Wherever the shadow economy gathers. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he certainly not riding at the flea markets. Here's the thing. What do you see in the background? What is the that one, next to it? That's, that's an old Ural. Yeah, it, it's the there's boxer. An old, there's an old an old Ural under a tarp next to it. And an old there's an old shitbag Mercedes you can see in the background of one of the pictures. This isn't this isn't like hiding from the shadow economy. This, this picture is, is at the shadow. This economy. is a storefront. <laughs> this is this is at the shadow economy emporium. Is that an old car seat in the back? Yeah, that is. That is. That's an old seat from a car in the back. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow. It's all coming together. This is this is the shadow economy emporium. That this is O B O. O B O. And it's tragic because you know that the. It was a pretty good time for Gootsies. Okay. Com- compared to the com- – keep in mind the competition they had in 1970. There was the CB, which was, you know, not cool but just fucking blew the doors of everything in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a bunch of shitbag fall apart British bikes. And there was this, which made pretty okay torque for the time and was pretty reliable and pretty easy to work on. And the BMWs, which were, you know, eh, and expensive. It's pretty easy to weld shit to, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah, I've been like, so you know, just not one of the bad bikes day. All right. Um, speaking of trikes, Chuck, old school Triumph trike chopper project and parts make a good offer, two thousand dollars. I have a trike project that I started many years ago that I am putting out for sale. <laughs> If you love building bikes the old school way, a piece at a time, and love trumpets, this is for you. This is not a bike for the Discovery Channel biker and not a trailer queen. Do tell. It is the rear section and axle from a Harley Servicar mated to a raked Triumph frame. Has a 8-inch over Triumph front end, a 650 lower unit, and mag wheels. Has a 60s tank. With pads, badges, and rack. I have a question. Where's yeah. the tank? That's it's in one of those in buckets. Box. Oh, well. <laughs> it's in the, it's in the five gallon bucket. It's in the bucket. They don't even they can't even do a box of parts. It's this sale will come with a truckload of extra parts in buckets. <laughs> there are a couple of extra heads, cases, two weld on hardtails, cans of bolts, plugs, Harley parts, my dreams, my hopes, my <laughs> aspirations, my dignity. Bring your truck. <laughs> I'm very firm on the price, but will listen to a good, reasonable offer like a talking bass. I do know how much the parts could bring parted out, but do not want break it apart 
But Will, if this does not work. How much for the bucket of bolts? No, I do not need your help selling it. This is a cash-only deal. These parts have been collected from swap meets and people who I have ridden with for 30 years plus. Wife is finally making me clean out the garage. I will provide a bill of sale. For the bucket of bolts. That's not a bucket of bolts. That's a bucket of spark plugs. That's I'm talking a bucket about the bucket of, of bolts. Plugs. I don't want the spark plug bucket. I want the bolt bucket. I want the bucket the of spark plugs. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll go in. We'll go in absies. <laughs> this is a wow. Wait, which, I have which not. Which part do you want, James? We need somebody to kick in a little more. I have not identified a gas tank yet. Yeah, me neither. I'll tell you what. I'll take whatever's in that red bucket. Red bucket? <laughs> red? No, no. I already called that one. That's got the slide carbonate. See it there? Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's I, want, trying to, I want that one. He's trying, trying to, to sneak one in on my, you. Snake my carb. Yeah. <laughs> I think the mysterious caliper and engine casing bucket looks pretty tempting. This frame is amazing. <laughs> That's, uh, Wow. <laughs> I like that they say it. He says it's a Triumph frame, but it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm failing to see the Triumph there. There is no Triumph in this. This is nothing but utter defeat. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Buckets of parts is the new the new like is, boxes of parts aren't good enough. Now no, it's buckets, buckets. Oh my god! I have that same bin full of parts. <laughs> <laughs> the the plastic clippy top bin. With a bunch of random shit in it. Todd, we'd laugh, but someday you're going to be a member in full standing of the shadow economy. I, I, it reminds me I need to go up and get you your present from upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is – see, this is what you get if you need change from a mini chopper. <laughs> <laughs> go, get, oh, go reach in okay, that box. Yeah, now, hang on. I owe, you, I, owe you, I owe you three slightly worn rusted brake shoes and uh, a pail of spark plugs. <laughs> one pail of spark plugs. What is the exchange rate on spark plugs <laughs> these days? Oh, you left. This is where you're going when you're old. Okay, let me bring us home with the last of the shadow economy. This is a 2015 EBR 1190SX American Superbike. Available in Racine. Wisconsin. Wait a second. Here is your chance to own a rare, low-mileage, 1,300 miles, high-performance American-made V-twin superbike designed by Eric Buell and hand-built in East Troy, Wisconsin. Essentially a street-legal track bike. This silver 2015 leftover has been purchased brand new at the factory in 2016. Weighing in at only 416 pounds, blah, 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 goes really fast, fancy shit, tires. Revolutionary engineering, more boring shit, more boring shit. Please text only after 3 p.m. Pictures don't do it justice. This machine looks, sounds, and runs awesome. Original MSRP was really high. Cash in hand for a test ride. I can accept crypto for payment as well. Okay, now hear me out on this. Mm -hmm. This is in Eric Buell's backyard. Mm -hmm. I think if you go to buy this bike, mm -hmm. you're going to see a dude who looks exactly like Eric Buell, except with a, with a big, bushy mustache. <laughs> <laughs> a big, fake mustache. Hey, you want to buy a bike? <laughs> hey Chuck, this is this is a, a lot like the SX we got to ride at AIM a couple of years ago, right? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I bet that was fun. Some of that was, you got that was to ride. So much fun. Seems like an awesome bike. Some of you bike. got to ride that bike. Yeah, very relevant to my interests. I almost got to buy one of those bikes. I'm sure. I'm sure someone would be happy to sell you one. Th this person would be happy that, to sell you for, one. Just for only eight thousand dollars. Yeah, just after free. 
they accept crypto payment as well, which can buy it in mini choppers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beautiful. I wonder how many mini choppers I have to put. Uh, well, this, come this, up this with. is this is this is about. Uh, let me think. Let me do the math. This is uh, three. This is about uh, twenty-seven mini choppers, give or take. <laughs> I like the way the pictures are parked next to a Ulysses. By the way, God, they better move it before it explodes. This this is all these Buells and EBRs to get. This is like. Eric Buell and a fake mustache is selling this. <laughs> Hello, my name is Rick. My name is Derek. Derek Duel. <laughs> Would you like to buy a motorcycle? I mean, the man's got to be doing something. He, he said he was going to have to work for like the rest of his life now, so this is what he does. <laughs> He's selling Buells and a fake mustache? Out of the back of a van. <laughs> With no windows. <laughs> Mini choppers preferred. <laughs> yes, but imagine what Eric Buell could do with mini choppers. Well, I mean, wasn't that essentially the Buell Blast? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a chopper, but it was definitely mini. A mini, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they forced him to build that bike, though. He yeah. had feelings about that bike. I'm sure. That was that, the one they publicly crushed. That, that <laughs> bike. That bike was everything Eric Buell was not. <laughs> yeah speaking of ebr it's been a big year in the industry we've we've said goodbye to both ebr and victory this year boo which is kind of weird because i never would have saw it coming with victory yeah that felt a little out of left field and even ebr felt like a little weird because they were like right in the middle of their re re relaunch mm. yeah it seems like ebr didn't really get much of a chance yeah. Right after so, the after the purchase and all yeah. that talk about and the you know the commitment they they talked about making to the brand and then yeah. all of a sudden well yeah we're we're done <laughs> yeah, yeah nope yeah we're we committed had, to the we uh, tried we gave it a shot I think what happened was they saw my name on an order form <laughs> and we're like oh wait no whoa, whoa. Not that guy because I put a, a deposit down on a bike did at, you. Uh, at last year's IMS, when he came out with the the, the new SX variant, mm-hmm. the Black Lightning, I put a deposit down. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to have this bike. This is going to be cool. This is mine now. Yep, this is mine now. Everybody hands off. My theory was that they were doing the IMS show really, really big. And they were pushing EBR really hard, but they were looking for investors. Mm. Or at least maybe even a buyer. And they just couldn't drum up any interest at the IMS shows. So that's when he was like, nope. And and having Victory pull out or, you know, get chopped mm. probably scared them too. Could be. I mean, Victory kind of makes sense when you think about it, right? Because, yeah, he, yeah, Polaris. you know, bringing, bringing Indian in um, to, to cover the cruiser market, Victory's always been a little different, right? They weren't classically styled cruisers. They were a little more modern, but... You know, dudes who are buying cruisers don't want more modern for the most nope. part. They 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 want those classically styled bikes, and they they want a name they can attach something to. So, mm-hmm. Indian gave them all of that, and yep. and Victory had always struggled a little bit, even with Arlen Ness on board. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. That that one, that in, Indian was always the. I mean, that was that was Polaris was like just rubbing their hands together when they bought Indian. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're doing well with it, I think. Now, 
I mean, Indians going after Harley's market. We, you know, we always talk about that Harley's market share is is dying. They're, you know, they're an aging population. Are they getting enough new people in to take mm-hmm. up the place of the people who just die? Mm-hmm. And now Indians is mining after that same market. Is that a market that that's fertile enough to to support that in the future? I mean, everyone talks about how the the, the industry's suffering as as far as trying to get new riders. Yeah, and that's you know that's that's across everybody. That's not just Harley. Right, so right. Everyone's kind of competing for the for for different different flavors of the same rider. Like, there's not enough new billies coming in. Nope. No. Well, and the billies, and you know, this this gets back to the the wages are flat, and the cost of living is way the hell up. So you know, billies are billies don't have a lot of billy money. Yeah. Billies, and billies are going to buy the slightly wrecked CBR six hundred. The, the the biggest problem with that is that that's that's kind of been the case for the past couple of decades. Yep. Right. So now now we're really getting to a point where there's not enough new blood coming in, and mm-hmm. the uh, the 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 actual customer is honestly literally starting to die off. Mm-hmm. Right. They're 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 just not there anymore. It used to be this sort of figurative thing people talked about. It's happening now. It's here. We are them. We are they. It is now. We're old. We're old and gray and our balls are old. Mm -hmm. So old. (laughs) Especially Todd's. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, the the industry has the same problems it's had for a very long time. They just, Mm -hmm. you know, they just get more extreme as time goes on. I'm not so sure that's even true. It feels like it feels like the, the way the motorcycle industry works is there will be the wave. And they will ride that wave from the time that that wave is t- in their 20s until that wave is dead, basically. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you know, what? How, uh, how well were they really doing in the 70s? I mean, they were picking back up, kind of. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the cool in the 60s and the 50s, the, the cool guy motorcycle was definitely pretty niche. You know? Well, I mean, I and I think we kind of have a romanticized view of that now. In the in the fifties and the sixties, the motorcycle was it was very much a viable alternative to a car in terms of transportation. It was sort of what you got if you couldn't afford a car, hmm. right? So, so there's that, and I think a little bit of that continued into the seventies, and 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 you also had the you know chopper culture coming up, and and the whole you know. That, that whole thing starting up and that's that's when I think when motorcycles really started to become uh, an enthusiast platform a toy about the time the baby boomers who had money at the time showed up yep funny thing about that yeah right no well, hilariously they're dying off and everybody whose entire business is based upon them is oh <laughs> I don't have a chip on my shoulder at all about this can you tell yeah. <laughs> you don't seem bitter in the slightest. not even a little bit <laughs> <laughs> <Fuckers>. <laughs> But and and that's the problem, right? I mean, the, the no one no one seems to learn anything. They keep nope. committing the same mistakes over and over again. They're still trying to sell them as as toys. Mm-hmm. They're still only marketing to enthusiasts, mm-hmm. right? Yep. How do you how do you get new people involved if you're only selling to people who are already interested? Right. Yeah. That's right? what I was thinking at AIM this year when I was walking around. It's like, well, the sport bike guys are building sportier sport bikes and mm-hmm. 
you know, the fancy cruiser guys are building bigger, fancier cruisers. Yeah. Somebody new walking around, just like, I... This goes back to my theory of somebody needs to build the modular bike. It's cheap, and you put it together yourself, and they sell it through community garages. And if if there's going to be a wave, it's going to be in something like that. It's going to be in something out of left field nobody is expecting. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it even needs to go that far. They just r- need to run some damn commercials during primetime network TV. Oh, those are expensive. They are expensive, <laughs> but you, you gotta you gotta spend money to make money, right? I mean, if you want if you wanna if you wanna get people into dealerships, you, you've you've got to start telling them how how great these things are, right? How economical they can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, otherwise. It, very soon, um, transportation becomes a commodity, right? Nobody owns a car anymore. Now there's still a chance to, to, to get in and to try to sell a motorcycle instead of a second car to a family, right? Especially as more people start to work from home and there's less dependence on cars, it becomes a more viable alternative. Um, but before too long, even, even that spot's going to be taken by, Uber and Lyft and Zipcar and and all those other alternatives. So that opportunity, even that opportunity is going away rapidly. Doom. Gloom. Indeed. So was there anything you saw this year that was exciting, that you thought was cool? The KTM 790 Duke. That's the that's the bike I really want to ride. Of every all the new stuff I saw this year, that's the bike I really want to get a ride on. What, and what what specifically about it? Just that it's it's the Duke, but it's not idiotic. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's that it, stupid it, Duke. It looks well. No, I mean I I I I think it may be even more stupid than the than the big one than the twelve ninety. Um, <laughs> it's lightweight. It's narrow. It just looks like a hoot. It looks like so much fun. And KTM, you know, they're they 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 pack a lot of technology into their bikes, uh, which can be good or bad, depending on how it's implemented. Um, but I'd really like to give that one a shot. It, it just it just looks ridiculous in the, in the best kind of way. The other thing that interests me is the the new Yamaha Tracer, which is the, the rebranded FJ09. Yep. Right? Yep. It sounds like they've fixed all the crap I bitched about when I rode the FJ09. Hmm. Um... But my big complaints about that bike were that it, you know, it was it was too wide, it was too big. The bars just felt ridiculous to me. They took all the sport out of the FC version mm-hmm. to make that bike. Um, and with the with the new one with the tracer, they've narrowed the tank. They they've narrowed the bars. It sounds like they've taken it sort of a quarter step back towards the FC, which I think is exactly where it needs to be. So I kind of want to get a ride on one of those, too. I did really like the FC. I still like that bike a lot. Uh, Oh, fantastic machine. And now they finally put uh, ABS on the thing with the with the 2017 model. Yeah. um, Which I I don't know what Yamaha has against ABS in the U.S., but it looks like that's finally starting to, you know, starting to loosen up a little bit. They're just putting it on everything now. It's probably a cost thing. I can't imagine. I, it can't anything. cost 
it can't cost that much to put EVS in that bike. And they were putting it on every other variant of the same machine. Right. And they were putting it on the bike in Europe. Hmm. Right. I, I, I'd imagine it probably cost them more to not put ABS on the thing to ship it over here. Hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Well, they were just, building them in different places. One place just likely. wasn't tooled up. Yeah. I don't know. You know, once you got your line tooled out to do a certain thing, it, yeah. Lost money to do right. it, put it in a change. I don't know. It's a puzzler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, there's there's some good stuff coming, and the uh, the Yamaha, the the Nikon, is that what it's oh, called? Oh God, I want so badly to ride that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to give it a shot. I, but I, I think it's it's not something I would ever buy. Right? It's they're 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 solving a problem that I don't need solving there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's super cool that they're building it. Right, that they've put the 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 effort into engineering a system that'll do that. Um, I for me personally, I you know I I kind of like being on two wheels. So uh, riding a three wheeler that mimics a two wheeler doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me. But you know if you have mobility issues or strength issues and and it's easier for you to not have to support the bike at a stop yeah and i don't then, i don't see that being a thing on this one see i see i, I look at that and i think there's you're still going to have to support that at a stop i mean unless you're like real good on the catch it button as as seen on the mp3 i just i don't i don't see yeah. it working that way well i mean you you know you 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 might you might have to stabilize it but yeah. then you know, you, you you lock it up and just sit there. Yeah, I right? see. I I see it as you, the I want to go touring and I want to just go fucking tear assing around corners on you know mildly sketchy pavement, you know like crappy roads in southern Utah and not think about it. That's where I'm yeah. imagining it. Yeah. Would you feel um, that safe on it though? You think? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I would feel all that much more confident on this than I would on a on a competent two-wheeler. I mean, you've got one more contact patch. Yeah, it's also actually a three-track thing as well. I mean, think of how the MP3 feels when you're cornering on it. Yeah. It's been a while, but that thing feels just stuck to the road. Yep. So, uh, I want to ride it. Uh, I I, I look at it and I think, you know, that with some bags on it is interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, it looks like a crap ton of fun. I would would love to take a crack crack at one. Mm -hmm. Um. Just would just, you want to put money down on one? Yeah, probably not. I, I, I want to see what they come out with for a touring model of it. That's what I'm waiting yep. to see. You know, it's like the Spider. The Spider, the spider as, a, as a play around vehicle, I'm kind of like, eh. If it doesn't transform into a giant robot, I am not interested. Because hmm. it already looks like one. Mm-hmm. It looks like that's why they added the whole third wheel. Yeah. Was so that they had enough parts for it. To go full robot, yeah. Well, and you know, Todd, they they listed among the touring models on the Yamaha website. I, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm just waiting to see what the what the you know because there is still a hole in the market there in a lot of places. There are not a lot of mid-sized uh, you know touring bikes. I mean, the FJ09 is there, and you know the Strom is technically there. Um, Honda's coming out with a mid-sized version of the Twin, the Africa Twin. Yeah, but that that's you're still you're still out in that, you know, the adventure tour, which is, you know, a totally capable tourer, but I'm thinking like, you know, pretty cush mid sized tourer. You know? Like it's kind of it's kinda of not a thing. Well, what does if you look at the back end of that thing, what does that subframe look like? Does it 
it, it looks like it's going to hold a bunch of shit to me. Well, what I'm wondering is if it if it's essentially, and I don't know this to be true, but if it's basically the same subframe as I'd be shocked if it wasn't right as one of the other bikes, then they may already have luggage for it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're they're that's you know that's yeah. a parts bin thing at that point. Yeah, big old wide. I mean, wide, really quite on the whole wide. Uh, windshield on the front, you know, I mean, how many, how many bikes can pull that off that aren't a gold wing? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's, there, I think there's, I'll be interested to see what they do there. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by that platform. The new gold wing looks badass. New gold wing looks fucking hot. That I want to, I want to ride that. I don't know. That just means I'm old now because I'm suddenly looking at gold wings going, yeah, that one looks badass. Uh, Chuck, you're, you already have a GS. It's it's only a tiny step. I'm just saying that it's very that that ship sailed, and I say that knowing full well that I'm older than you are. See, Alan, it's just not cool. That's all I'm saying, Alan. It's just it's not cool. Cool, cool is is not really on your anything anymore. <laughs> but you know, that Goldwing looks really nice. Mm-hmm. It does. It looks great. They did a bang up job with the looks. I want to ride it, but you know, I want to I want to ride it bad. Mm. Oh, I'd ride it. Have you, Todd, have, you have you read ridden the uh, the outgoing generation? I, I, of I have not, and that's because I'm afraid to. Because I don't know <laughs> if you've heard some of the how much I like being comfy, um, but I, I like being comfy, James. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm really nervous that I will be comfy and it will ride well, which is a really dangerous combination. What do you think yeah. of uh, Claire's old ST? Oh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. That's why the ST11 was the other one, not the Strom I might have bought. Um, I was not as enamored of it as the 13, um, but that was a pretty good ride. Apart from the fact that you don't know that you're going 90 miles an hour on it because it doesn't sound like anything at 90. It sounds like a spaceship. No, it sounds like... (laughs) (laughs) I remember it kind of having like this hum to it, like a spaceship. Maybe a little hum. Yeah. But the, I mean, the thing about the Goldwing is, you look at the spec sheet, right? And you look at you look at the weight, mm-hmm. and then you ride it, and then you look at the spec sheet, and 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 you're like, no, that that can't be right. There's no way that there's no way this motorcycle weighs 900 freaking pounds, <laughs> or, or, or or whatever it is, right? It just it just doesn't add up in your head once you've actually ridden the thing. It's so well balanced. And they're like, here, we'll push one over on you in the parking lot. Ah! Yeah, right. And and then and then you believe it and then it makes sense. But, but and then you spend 3 yeah. days and nights there. Until someone comes along. <laughs> then you chew off your own leg <laughs> and they make a movie about it. <laughs> until a 120 pounds 5 foot 1 woman walks over and decides to demonstrate the proper way to lift a fallen motorcycle. Yep, it's all true. Right. You've, you've, you've seen those videos, right? Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't believe the way she does it is the proper way to pick up that motorcycle, though. I think you just got to deadlift it. <laughs> and then you put it back down, and then you pick it back up, and you put it back down, yeah, and you pick it back up going. two or three yeah, more you times. Just, you, you need to make sure you hit your pre-workout first. Yeah, right? Uh, juice up a little bit, yeah. yeah. Make you feel it. You, you talk, talk with James about picking up heavy things. I'm going to go get you present. <laughs> okay. Todd is leaving the booth. Bye. Is there a little little tear in your eye there? No, it just as Todd walks away. I gotta figure out what to get Todd for Christmas. That's my uh, I don't know what to yeah. get for Christmas. I never do. 
I don't know what yeah. get anyone from Christmas. I'm bad at Christmas. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to I, just give him money. Is that bad? I, I generally just avoid it altogether, just, wherever possible. I'll give him a gift card, like a Visa gift card. That, you know, it's lame, but it works. Everyone likes money. Yeah, right. That's what my mother drilled into my head over years and years. <laughs> only get money. <laughs> so It's the only thing that you, that you know won't be returned. Right. So AIM's going to be at Vegas next year. Yeah. You should go. I would like to go. Even I, even if you guys aren't doing the show. Yeah, I, I plan to go. I'm going to I'm gonna try to make that happen. Todd is back. So I'm going to warn you, it's really dirty. Where is it? Oh, sorry, let me... <laughs> You're just showing me hands. Let me just is that hand it to you. Is fig- that a figurative dirty or a literal Oh, dirty? it's a it's super dirty. It's, is this the, it's your tractor super seat dirty. for the Euro? That is the that is the uh, the Harley Davidson police, uh, like tractor seat. Nice, which is as large as a very large behind. <laughs> what is this for? Uh, that is the grounding device that you would use if you had the air compressor. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you want, you know, it had it had this airbag thing underneath it that you could like make it like super bouncy and squishy. Does it still have it? Uh, no, oh, no, okay. no, that you, you can't get that anymore. That okay. doesn't exist okay. on earth. <laughs> How hard is oh, this could, in, to touch? In working condition. Uh, could, so could the, you, could you load it up with CO2 cartridges like the, the Helite like vest? The and just, <laughs> turn it, turn it into an injector seat? You, you, you know, you might be able to, um, yeah, so it's uh, it, there's the, there's a pivot here in the front. So you just need something to go through the pivot and it still has the inside bushing. Okay. Um, that's the hard part. The rest is just, I mean, it's just a through bolt through. You'll need to come up with something. I might have a piece around someplace. I can't remember. Um, the back has the bolt. Most people will put springs in these bolt holes here okay. uh, for the Ural and then run them to things on the frame. Um, the so, airbag is like unobtainium. Okay. That cannot be obtained for love or money. So this is going to be another project? Yeah, it's a project. That's why I never just did it offhand. <laughs> it's a project. But, so you're uh, cleaning out your garage. Maybe. <laughs> It was it was my project. Now it's your project. I was hoping I was hoping maybe you had a mini chopper <laughs> that I could trade you for this. Now I know what your Christmas present is. <laughs> mini chopper shows up and a box of parts. But yeah, this was this was I, I picked it I picked it up with with great designs, grand designs, and because uh-huh. uh, uh, that. Well, it has it has Hopes, the frame dreams. that's not rusted. Hopes, dreams. <laughs> also, I have I have this bucket of bolts. <laughs> nice. But yeah, the bolts are actually there. Like it seems like it's from a relatively late model one. Like I'm guessing like early 2000s. Now, um, have, have other people hooked us up to the Euro? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Shitload. Yeah. Okay. So on I, the retro, it's like it's like one bolt. Um, I don't have a retro. No, no. On, on, the, on the gear up and patrol frame, you need a you need to do a little chicanery. But you already have a tractor seat. Yeah. So I think it's like an adapter, and you're done. Okay. So I can like go to Soviet steeds. And oh yeah, there's there's has done. The, the brain trust has done this. All right. And it weighs like 900 pounds. It is heavy. I'm noticing. <laughs> Let's go make my gonna, bike. That's going to be a noticeable decrease in even power. faster. <laughs> is that is that really a concern on it on a Ural though? I want to try to conserve as much speed as I can. <laughs> it just makes him feel bad when I when I shift the bandit into second gear. <laughs> <laughs> I even once had the crazy idea of replacing the sidecar body with an aluminum one. Well, you get. Some. 
Yeah, I decided it wasn't worth it. I mean, you could just like take a really big poop before you get on too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Stop carrying your weights to the office with you. It's not that heavy. I could still pick the bike up, so it's not that heavy. Well, I hope you enjoy the grungy seat. Thank you. It's already left grunge grunge on me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of close to my workspace, and uh, yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out what to get you for Christmas. Ah. but apparently now it's going to be a miniature chopper <laughs> or parts thereof. <laughs> Bucket of bolts. Bucket of bolts. Is it weird that when I see those bucket of bolts at like a garage sale, I'm like, how, how much for that bucket of bolts? <laughs> <laughs> you never know with the bucket of bolts. Every once in a while. It's where you're going to end up, Todd. <laughs> that shadow economy emporium, it's going to be you in a lawn chair sitting out in front with a, with a, a can of beer in one hand and the rest of your six-pack and a bucket of melted ice. There is absolutely... No evidence whatsoever from my father that this would ever happen. In a visor. With motorcycles. And you're going to be like, what you looking for? <laughs> and a, a, a pair of plaid shorts, <laughs> tall white socks, suspenders, and no shirt. There is no one by the name of Todd Cox currently selling or trading things on the shadow economy, which may or may not be boats. I deny everything. Mini boats? <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what we, what we got left is some mail. Mm-hmm. So first off, uh, you should talk about this, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pay attention when you're driving, fuckers. Um, so uh, fake Chuck Charlie uh, was in a crash on his uh, bicycle. Uh, he got hit by a hit and run driver. Um, so he's in the hospital, and he's recovering. We want to send some well wishes to Charlie. Yeah. Hope you're uh, feeling better, dude. Thanks to uh, Scott. I guess didn't know if we knew or not, so he mm-hmm. called our line, left us some voicemail. Thanks. Yeah, to, appreciate thanks. that, Scott. Yeah, yeah I, I found out because Charlie sent me a picture of himself in the ICU with the uh, with the throat tube and the feeding tube and the oh, nose. Oh, crap. He looks like hell. Holy crap. Not as bad as I expected from Claire's somewhat dramatic reading of the, uh, the laundry list, but uh, he's, oh. he's pretty beat up. Damn. It turns out that uh, being hit by a car will fuck you up. Damn. Yeah. So get better soon, Charlie. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Ted from the Motorcycle Men sent us a letter about our last episode. Mm-hmm. You'll find this amusing. My wife and I are wildlife rehabilitators, and we take in orphaned or injured raccoons. That we find on the shadow economy. <laughs> and then raise and release them back into the shadow economy every year. <laughs> I'll be sure to ship a few out to you next year in exchange for a mini chopper. <laughs> Raccoon equals Wachbear in German. Wachbear. Wachbears. Mad Wachbears. Yeah, it's Dieter. It's a Bima. <laughs> Dieter the Wachbear. Dieter the Wachbear. This is not your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> this is ours now. We claim it in the name of the fatherland. Wachbear. <laughs> wow, that that's kind of cool, actually. I, I, uh, I Rehabilitating raccoons. I... I I don't know whether to think that's genius or terrifying. <laughs> they show up at his house with switchblades and <laughs> drugs, <laughs> and they leave choir boys free to pursue a life of fulfillment and, and service as raccoons. <laughs> in, and in the shadow economy. <laughs> not at all murderous little razor teeth <laughs> terror bears. 
Nope. Not that at all. All right. What have you learned? Now this is the last episode of the year, last episode of the season, the end of yep. season nine. Mm-hmm. What have you learned, Todd? Uh, I've learned that apparently the jokes do write themselves. <laughs> what have you learned? My new nightmare are spider raccoons. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> J- James, what have, what have you learned? I've learned that I kind of want to trail 70 with a sidecar. <laughs> we know where to g- you can get one. <laughs> Don't worry, James. It only feels weird the first time. That's, uh, yeah, I've heard that. But that's how we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. I'm James. Thanks, guys. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next year. Take it easy. Bye. Happy Christmas. New New Year's stuff. Thanks. Thing. Whatever holiday you choose to. Yeah, that. Vakbear International Awareness Day. (laughs) Vakbear Land. That should totally be a thing. (laughs) It is now. Yep. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Okay. Oh no, now he's going to know how to sauce. Now he's going to know that we're actually organized. <laughs> he's going to see how it's made, the sausage is made. No! No! Okay. Beer's empty. What am I doing? I don't know. Uh. <laughs>